guys, welcome to Cult Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, the streets are riddled with scum, and we're taking out the trash, because we're talking savage streets. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> where in the hell are we? If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing is turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake. I'm so sure. Just look like you like me, and let's stand on. No. Wolfman's gone. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. What did I say? No jelly roll. I get older, they stay the same age. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Okay, motherfucker. Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult. I am your host, Cody Everett. Uh, do us a favor, head over to iTunes, leave us a review. We will give you a shout out at the end of the show. We got one to do tonight. Shout, shout out. out! So make sure you stick around for that. After you're done leaving us a review, head over to cultfilmandreview.com for all your cultfilmandreview.com needs, like picking up a shirt or checking out a video or listening to the newest episode of Cult Film and Review. You can do it all at cultfilmandreview.com. As always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilbert. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salusio. Hello, everybody. Tonight, we are talking about Savage Streets. It was directed by Danny Steinman, came out in 1984, had a budget of $1.2 million, and that's pretty much what we know. I think it had a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. There is no Rotten Tomatoes that I saw for this. Really? That's kind of sad. Yeah. But, Cody, this was your pick. This was my pick. Why did you pick Savage Streets? So we have a Plex server that we have a bunch of movies on that were given to us by Brother Ryan uh, to watch. And I was scrolling through there because I was like, I need to start watching movies off of this. So I'll pick one for the show. Uh, and Savage Streets popped up. And I had seen this talked about before on forums and stuff like that. And I was like, cool, finally a chance to watch it. So let's watch it. Who here had uh, seen or heard of Savage Streets before? Kyle? Nope. Uh, not until this went on the Plex server. Never seen it. Uh, I do. I did hear like rumblings at some point that Linda Blair was in this movie. And I, so I've heard of the movie, but never got a chance to see it. Mike? Like I heard of it just because like, I mean, when you, when you picked it, I didn't know it by title. Yeah. But like as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is that Linda Blair movie that people talk about sometimes." That like is like, it, it's like her third most popular yeah. film or something like that. It's and, like you this know, and Hell Night. So if and you knew, Exorcist. yeah, if you know stuff about Linda Blair, you might have like looked on IMDb and seen it and be like, "I wonder what that is," <laughs> and then not seen it because yeah. you didn't care. Yeah, I didn't know Linda Blair was in it. Until it started, the credits start rolling. I was like, "Oh, Linda Blair's in this." <laughs> Actually, I, I I was I was gonna take I was take I was trying to take notes when I was watching it, and the first thing I wrote down was Linda Blair's in this. The <laughs> <laughs> question yeah. mark. And then Linnea Quigley's also in it, and that I was like, "Oh yeah, like this." I'm like, so right off the bat, I'm like, "Cool, we got a cult cast here." You know what's funny though? Like Mike just just made this comment. You and I talked about this a little earlier. Was you know if you know like Linda Blair's you know career and stuff, then you've heard of this. I don't know Linda Blair's career, career is what I just realized. I know Exorcist, Exorcist 2, and now this. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too, on the list. But you guys did know that she like continued to do movies, though, right? Like, no. Did you know that? I did know that she uh, had continued to act. I have no idea what she did. And just, this is kind of crazy seeing this movie, and we can get into it, but it's just like, it's funny to see the path that she goes. Because it's like, she does this huge fucking film, right? She does sequels, sequels kind of, meh, whatever. Cash grab thing. And, like, then she does Savage Streets, which I feel like is a step down from Exorcist. Uh, you think? You, know? <laughs> you say that? Do you? you don't I think don't that... think you're the one that feels it's, that way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's funny to me. It, it, I think I feel like this happens uh, sometimes in, in, in Hollywood. Like, you I think get that, people who blow up these huge uh, movies and don't. I think there's good reason for it. Okay. I think there's good reason for it. We can get into it a little bit later. On the I, show. I, just, I just remember... I, I just remember Linda Blair doing The Exorcist, and then I remember hearing that like Linda Blair's career went into kind of like B horror movies, yeah. and and then it you know it led me to like look on IMDb like well what is it, and then yeah. I'm like being like okay right so she had a whole weird career where she kind of just did. B-horror movies for, like, what seemingly seemed like five or six years. I feel like that's kind of pretty... And TV, like, I mean, she yeah. really didn't ever get another huge... 
Does she win, do TV? I feel like. Yeah, she did some a bunch of TV. I, um, yeah, I, I, the only other movie that I remember in is the movie where uh, it was uh, Leslie Nielsen, uh, and they did that whole Exorcist skit. It was... Um, the name of the movie was called Repossessed. Repossessed? And he played like a fa- father oh, may yes. I, and Linda Blair is in it, and she basically... It's like a spoof movie. It's a spoof. She yeah. plays basically the kid again, but she's doing it as a joke this time. Oh, okay. And oh, that's that's the only other movie that I remember Linda Blair from. I, Yeah, I mean, she did... A, God, I'm looking I, here. It's, it's like, weird. I've seen... Well, and I've seen Linda Blair at a, a lot of cons that I've been to. You know what I mean? And every time I feel like I see her at a con, it'll be like, Linda Blair... The Exorcist and Exorcist Two is what you see listed in nothing else. It's, so it's, next time you see, you gotta go walk up to her no. with a copy of Sam no, no, Street. She utilizes like, these uh, conventions more for um, promote. She's a big advocate for like humane society yes. and dog support, like supporting like the adoption of stray dogs and stuff like that. And so she really utilizes her her platform now to promote that. Gotcha. I think is more of her focus that more so than any films or anything like that. So oh okay, she did Red Heat. She did a, a she bunch of stuff it. right around there. Red Heat with Schwarzenegger. But you know what, guys? I'm going to come out and say, like, no. there's, there's, there's not, with, not with Schwarzenegger. No, a different Red Heat, apparently. <laughs> oh, man. I thought Red Heat was, almost, was uh, Red Heat was like Schwarzenegger or... Belushi? Or one, 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 yeah, and Schwarzenegger's like a Russian cop, and they have to work together, right? Yeah. Could be. Could that, be it. That, yeah. That's one, but that's not this one. No. <laughs> this is the B-movie Red Heat. Um, I love Linda Blair, I do, but I, she's not like a great actress. That's why we're going to get into it a little bit later, Chris. Okay. Right now, what we need to hear probably is Plots with Mike. Probably Savage plots with Streets. Mike. <laughs> 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 probably plots with Mike. Yeah, probably plots with Mike. We should change the name of it. Uh, yeah, Savage Streets. It's about some streets, not so savage, but slightly savage. Right? We have a, a like a weird kind of uh, gang. I guess you would call them. They call themselves the Scars, and uh, they seem to be like low-level criminals. And uh, they run into a group of high school girls one day, and they're giving them a little bit of slack, and the girls are like, fuck you. They get into a verbal argument, and um, as they're doing their weird bullying around the streets, oh, these drugs. streets that are savage. They're selling drugs. Basically, yeah. And kissing bikers. Kissing bikers, uh, beating people, <laughs> shaking people down for money. Like, again, uh, these girls... Uh, see the car that they drove up in, they decide, hey, let's take a little bit of fun revenge. Uh, We'll take the car on a joyride and dump garbage in it. And this uh, definitely pisses this gang off. And this gang proceeds to kind of harass them at the high school, and which ends up with one of the girls, uh, who is deaf and mute, being uh, brutally raped. Uh, And then uh, they kind of keep going after these girls until Linda Blair finally says, enough's enough. Mm. Enough's enough. I'm about to make these streets more savage. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much the story, and it goes on from there. I'm gonna put on the most practical shoes I can think of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, high heels. And <laughs> 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 clean up these streets. Zipper pants. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break, and when we come right back, we'll talk more about the savage streets. Hey, look, Brenda. We say, we say, me and you, we get together. We have a little party, huh? I get some good shit. Get high. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Oh, God. How does that sound to you? <laughs> How does that sound? Let's see. Almost <laughs> as good as drowning in a pool of vomit. <laughs> Let's get into um, the, the first The first thing I have down to get into um, in this movie, because Mike really did hit the nail over the head for the plot. If you want to know the plot, Mike hit it over the head. <laughs> I don't feel like we need to focus on the plot too much of this movie because it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and so I got to go with like some of the characters that they put in this film and, and just try to figure out what they were trying to attempt with them. And the first one on that list for me is fucking Vince. What well, I mean, this character, the, the arc that the they... Kid? Yeah, the arc Describe that they, him. they try to take. So that's yeah, the, we should probably let people know who Vince is so yeah. we have context around <laughs> yes. it. So I will describe who Vince is. I'm about to get there. Please calm your horses or whatever you do. Okay. Uh, Vince is you. He's in the uh, the, the opening scene actually, mm-hmm. where he leaves his house and he's like dressed like a nerd, like a fucking nerd, and he's like telling his dad he's going to the library, some generic shit like that. I don't remember what it was. Going to a friend's house or whatever. Then he runs off and he changes his outfit into his badass gang gear, which mm-hmm. is a camo shirt. If you're going to join a gang in the 80s and you want to be a badass, yeah, 
camo shirt. You gotta blend into the streets. Yeah, and they try to make him look like a kid because he's just really short. But he's probably a good dude. That 35. casting choice, man. He's he was like thirty five. He's like, well, we gotta find someone that's like four foot four. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we need, yeah. Short equals young. Yes, exactly. And then he jumps in the car with the gang and the scars, and you, and you get the hint that he's the new gang member, right? So Vince's character is, I'm guessing we're supposed to suspect he's innocent, but up until this point, he shows no no sign of that. He's just a scumbag, just like the other ones. I guess we're supposed to get that from him changing his clothes, though, that he's not. I don't I don't know. He's pretending he's trying to fit in. Yeah, now, yeah, he is. And, and I get, where are you going with this? By I'm the going way? to my, <laughs> my biggest problem with this fucking movie. <laughs> okay. What's that? So then the rape scene happens, and that goes down. Weird things in that rape scene. Which, a lot of weird shit. Going like, on. Oh, that goes with the other characters, right? Too, God. where it, it's a good, you get this vibe that Jake, the main bad guy. I thought him and the other the driver. I forgot what the driver's name is. I thought they were a couple. I did too. I, I got a they, lot of those vibes. Did you not get those vibes? <laughs> Absolutely, too? I did. And then they kiss. Interesting. Yeah, they kiss in there. Well, they Jake kisses, kisses a lot of men in this movie. He and kisses it, yeah. the biker at the beginning when he's selling when they're selling drugs. And then they they they. <sighs> Listen, Vince's character is very confusing in the, f- in the fact that later on in the movie, they, they want you to believe that he was forced to rape Lene no, Quigley's no, character. No, they don't. When do you get that? Because he says it? Yeah, because he says it, and he's trying to do all these redeeming things afterwards. That, yeah. they, they show him getting like shoved down on her, and like them all... They, yeah, they, but they actually undress him. They do undress but that's him. Not, Jake undresses him. That's not him. the point. I, th- I thought the, the point of this is that just because you humanize even a villain, that doesn't necessarily mean they're not still a, oh, but no, a terrible this, human no, being. I, and that's my, that's that is point. my point of this. That is my point of this. But I'm saying this movie, when Vince takes the turn, or the supposed turn of being like, I, I was just forced into all this. I feel like the movie wants you to think he's not that bad of a guy. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's why Linda Blair's character does not kill him. Yes, I, I no, agree. No, that's whoa, whoa, what happened. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This movie what yes. First of all, first of all, she wasn't she didn't kill him because he was gonna leave he it, this was her way of getting them to go to the fucking thing so she could kill him with the crossbow. Right. Like that was thing. And they kill he dies. The guy he they kill him off. It's if they had let this guy go off and like be at the fucking funeral at the end of the movie, yeah. I would have been like, well, that's fucking makes no sense. But he gets his either way. She but had he, to use him. She yeah. had to use him to get revenge on everyone. Yeah, just because she didn't, she didn't kill him, and he was killed instead by the gang leader. I it still shows a conscious choice, at least from the filmmaker's perspective, that he was like, nah, this guy's a scumbag, and if he doesn't die, I'm not doing this. But guy. they try this real hard injustice. to get you to think he's not a scumbag. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they, they try to get you to emphasize yes. with him because, and he, that's my he's, problem. He's clearly like he, well, clear, I don't know, clearly, but he's definitely torn up about it. He's definitely, he, he. I will say this, like I, he definitely struck me as somebody who was. Going along with it because he thought, oh, this is funny until shit got a little serious. Then he always got super uncomfortable and like weird and wasn't fully in on it. Yeah, but see, can I tell you, he just reminded me of um, the one cowboy in Tombstone that keeps running away and at the end throws his scarf away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, still a scumbag, but like, he's just using it as a an remorseful excuse. scumbag. No, not, yeah. So what if he's remorseful? Just be, but if he's... you keep doing it, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, I didn't look at. This what is his name? Vince. Vince. I never at any point in time felt any remorse for him. No, no, no. Either did I. I saw him making cowardly attempts at getting out of this problem. I don't don't want to make it sound like I felt remorseful, but I thought that there was a conscious decision from the filmmaker to try to project those feelings and get us to kind of feel. This is like the only thing I liked about the film. And I don't think they made a very human choice to have him be this way. No, I don't think it was because you said it. You're saying that it was is cowardly. And I think that's the way it came off because of the bad acting. But I don't think that was their their choice was. To then make the, it I don't think the filmmaker would have ever killed him. I definitely think they wanted to pol- make it po- a polarizing character in the sense that you hate him, and then you're like, oh, he but he feels bad. Oh, but then he dies, and he deserved it. Like they wanted to kind of give you everything with this character. Mm. I never liked him once throughout the movie, though. <laughs> well, I understand. I but like, it's just, it doesn't suppo- make it okay. You're not supposed to like him. I just him. yell at him. The, I was yelling at him the whole right, time. Right, right. Like, that doesn't make it okay. Yeah, to Mike's point, you're not supposed to like him, and it's good that you didn't like him, but the filmmaker, I think, was trying to make a conscious decision to make him 
not likable at the end, but someone you could emphasize with his his internal demons he's battling with at the end. Well, I mean, let's. I mean, when, when during Didn't his work. death, you during his death, you're kind of pissed when he's like, okay, walking out with the suitcase, like this guy's just gonna fucking go and get yeah. away, and you kind of get upset about that, but then he gets mowed down, you know, that's and a, you're like, I, okay, that's yeah. purely to me a moment where the filmmakers like, all right, now let's give the audience what they want. They yes. want this guy to die because he shouldn't get away <laughs> right, with this. Exactly. Yes. Like, exactly. it's the only part of this film where, and and believe me. I'm giving it a lot of credit here. What yeah. I'm saying. It's the only part of this film where I'm like, well, that's an interesting choice. It looks like this was crafted in a way to, that he was trying to get like you to think a yeah. little bit more deeply than yeah. just what's about to happen. Definitely. Yes. You know? Yeah. Because the rest know. of the movie is just about what's about to happen. No, no, no. It, <laughs> No, no. The rest gotta, of the movie is very, very superficial. We got to take it the is. talk about the heinousness of this gang, though, because... Like the from, scars, yeah, the, the the scars from the get go. Like, yeah, it's bad acting, but like they definitely do shit that you're like, oh, these guys are fucking scumbags. The like scars, they're horrible. I want to disagree with you on this. I think the scars might be the best actors in the film. Oh, I know, but that's not saying much. Like, yeah. I mean, this film has pretty much like mediocre acting straight through it. But me, oh man, everybody's pretty much terrible except for the principal. The principal, yeah. <laughs> the principal is pretty good. I'll agree with Mike on that one. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if I'll go as far as saying just totally terrible, but I agree. It's mediocre at best throughout yeah. this film. Although, yes, for the gang, I think it's easier to appreciate the acting style because they have more, um, I feel like, creative freedom in it. It's yeah. like you have to be a scumbag, so just go for well, it. Well, and they just made so many, again, the the two main, like the two main guys in it. Um, Jake and the, the driver. Jake and the driver. They just fucking bare chestian. They made so (laughs) many weird character choices. You know what I mean? Like that. It was just so. It was so. It was so. Like what? Like wanting to constantly watch people have sex. Like why won't why won't Jake just let us watch at least? Like I thought that was kind of like a lot of it's weird. Yeah, it's like they're supposed to be in high school, right? But they have such weird. Not those guys. I think no, the gang are... might be a little older. Yeah. The gang is older. Yeah. That's why I think that's why the they newer... made the conscious decision yeah. to make the Vince so short to show Vince that will... he's high school. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other one that looked like uh, Stiggs from <laughs> Rock and Roll Nightmare. <laughs> uh, I think his name was his name Red. Yeah, or... I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. I actually liked him the most out of the, the whole game. The goon, like the 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 the. Are you talking about the guy who was uh, like wearing the trench coat, with the most hair? wild? Yeah, yeah. He was definitely the one that was the biggest yeah. of all the performers. Yeah, he was like a joker. But it almost, like he, yeah. But him and Linnea, him and Linnea quickly had such a good scene together, and it made me so goddamn uncomfortable that scene. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking creepy, and I hated every yeah. second of it. Yeah, there's a couple things that creep me out on a weird level like that in this movie. And some of it stems from the dialogue. You mean the golden great dialogue that's in this film? Yeah, what like, you, which like, ones? Give some yeah, examples. Like definite, some examples definitely, what, what, what's the driver's <laughs> name? I don't know. When the what, okay, when when he's pursuing is it Underwood? When he's pursuing when oh, he's pursuing Linda Blair and he's saying, "All oh, you ladies like the game hide the sausage. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. fuck you so." I'm like, "Oh my god, dude! Like this is getting very, very yeah. rapey." So and I know rape exists in this film, but they really don't shy away from that <laughs> no. element at that all. Hide the, that movie. whole hide the sausage monologue just yeah. had me like rolling. Or hide my the eyes. salami. Like, this is so ridiculous. You consult. You know, it's like wow, they're really going for I, it I, here. This is. I mean, for me, it's like first of all, like the layer of rape in this is 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 in in me like it's too much. Yeah. It's really fucking too much. I actually feel like the kills weren't justified, or they weren't brutal enough, enough compared to the yes. language that was being used and, and the rapes, like right, how rape but, was uh, so he, freely. The, thing, I'm the a, rape scene is I'm going to take a wild, wild guess here and say they didn't really have a lot of budget to do a lot of death scenes because a lot of this stuff is so, um, it's brutal. Like, Linnea Quigley's rape, gang rape, is brutal. Yes. Yes. And when he kicks her in the face, it's a pretty brutal moment, right? Yes. Yes. Um, it's not real gory though right yeah. but then towards the end of the film they start doing that yeah um i just feel like it feels like the way that they I, they clearly try to make rape this very central theme in this movie as this terrible thing that's happening but it also reads like the writer didn't understand rape on a very fundamental level he just thought that they're like it's this concept that there are evil people in the world and they're just like stereotypically like men in bushes that say horrible, horrible things to women and just like 
want to rape. Like they don't even. That's it. Like they're driving force so for the outspoken. rape makes no sense to me. Yeah. Like it, other than they're like mustache twirling goons. Yeah. Who get off in this? Oh, way. they're clearly also murderers, and yes. they. And- yeah, well, one is definitely a hundred percent like a really. Uh, Jake, the leader. Yeah, because he—that's the first death. Death we see. Uh, yes, is her. I mean, the other one—the the rape could have easily been a death, but you know, yeah, it, it's could, like- it almost was. It <laughs> yeah. almost was. Um, it was pretty brutal. Yeah, but yeah, they, it's long too. There was yeah. That's the way, way they do long. it, it seems like. <laughs> when he has her over his shoulder and they're begging her not to do it, but then there's like one guy that's kind of into it. The like, driver, what's his name? God damn it. I think it's Underwood. Underwood. Let's call him Underwood. Right. Okay. Underwood <laughs> seems clearly to be on the same level as Jake as far yeah. as what they're, the levels they're willing to go to without any care or remorse. Right, they seem like, like they're totally lost and the other two guys kind of... I don't know, though. Maybe not every two guys, but definitely, Vin, definitely uh, Vince. Vince. Like, he's definitely like, don't kill her, don't kill her. But he does hesitate in doing it. Oh, so they it really leads build me to that believe up, that yeah. he knows, like, okay, this is going to come with some major repercussions. Yeah. We're, we're taking a step that if once I pass this, like, there's no stopping it. Yeah. But they're already such rapey goons, yeah. like, that I just... Okay, so Underwood reeks of bad. Underwood, writing. I'm sorry, sorry. Let's 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 fix this. Underwood is the principal. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my so god. not him. Cold film and review, everybody. Not him. I think it's Fargo. Is Fargo? This... Yes, that's his name. Yeah, Fargo. Yes. I had to. Look, I I have. I had to get the pictures. Oh, thank goodness. I had to get the pictures. You saved so. this show. You yeah. saved this episode. <laughs> but and here's the weird thing about the whole thing too is 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 Jake throughout all of this doesn't seem like he's. He's like seems like he's the least one into it. He's just into destroying this girl because she destroyed the car. Like he seems uh, and he got cut, right? Yes. He yeah. seems more he seems more in Fargo <laughs> than anyone else. Yeah, they're both into each other on yeah. multiple levels, I'm yeah. sure. And there's hints weird of it energy sprinkled out throughout the movie and it's very and I thought they were going that route, but they never really go that route. Like it's very weird. It's a very weird relationship. Yeah, it's a weird characterization. It and is. It, you can see, uh, uh, you could see Fargo's allegiance though to, to Jake. Jake's the leader, right? Yes. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure we're getting names right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, because there's that whole scene uh, where he's like, "Man, that guy's an asshole." He blah blah blah. And he's like, "You got a problem with Jake? You got to talk to Jake." You know, yeah. like he really shows that, like, now, he's yeah. part of the whatever Jake's did doing. Did you did you guys realize that the girls were also a gang? Yes. Yes. They all had matching jackets. Well, it wasn't until that scene that I realized they were also even before that when they're walking around uh, New York. I take it it's supposed to be. Uh, I don't know. L A. New York. Totally L A. Are you sure? The seedy part of L A. I swear this is L A. No, it's L A. I don't know because there (laughs) there is a scene where. It's so funny when they go to the was it was that club called DX or MX or MX MX and and the gang walks in and I just I just said to Sammy it's like that's a really small fucking town isn't it <laughs> they can just I, keep ending up in the same spot can I also tell you my favorite fucking thing that happened and I think it was you that sent it is as I'm watching this movie oh, the- and they go to the hospital after the rape and it's called <laughs> Doctor's Hospital yeah. Yeah. I lost yeah. it I lost and then there was a text. Too. Where one of us sent a picture of Doctor's Hospital because I was like, well, that explains it. Good. Good. At least the doctors are there at the Doctor's Hospital. So you know where to go. I know. I yeah. saw I saw that and I had to like stop it, rewind it because it was it so like, fucking funny. Isn't it, isn't it like singular possessive? So it would be Doctor's just Hospital. One Doctor's Hospital. <laughs> I thought, oh, is it Doctor Hospital? <laughs> Could be Doctor Hospital. Anyways, the hospital. I was like, I was like, who was in charge of making that sign? Yeah. Like, and the MX scene, that that scene when they're in the club, that yeah. <laughs> looks like the saddest club ever. Wow, does it look bad? It seriously looks like it looks, looks like Roadhouse. No, it looks no. to me, but the because of like the plastic chairs, everyone said it. It seriously looked like oh, they went so to empty. a show in like the school's gym. Yeah, it's like they painted. <laughs> they're like, we just all right. What are we gonna do? Just paint these walls black. We'll make it a club. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. I, you it's, see, can I say like you, punch? I feel like you see <laughs> yeah. this set up in a lot of like B movies where it looks like they're trying to make a bar, but it's you can clearly tell it's like their basement. Yeah, they just black out the walls. Yeah, like put like maybe a jukebox back there yeah, and like yeah. a single table. Oh my god! <laughs> and the worst cut together music slash band combo I've ever seen in oh, a film. I, I, was I was like, like <laughs> these it's it's up there with Miami Connection where it's like. <laughs> Oh, these guys have never touched an instrument before. They're playing a different song than the movie's playing. Yep. That guy's They're bass sh- is upside yeah. down. They're not even <laughs> showing. Like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm like, 
there's a guitar playing right now and the band's just standing there. Well, right? no, that the 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 part that was funny was all the songs were really bass heavy, which I was like, okay, cool. But like the dude's like playing this like it this it starts with this crazy bass part and the guitarist is like going to town. I'm like, there's no guitar yeah. right now, dude. There's nothing happening. I don't know. It's cut together. You didn't, turn it, you didn't turn it on. It's not He's unplugged. In. He has no idea. That, that's actually a conscious character choice he made. Like, I'm, gonna, thing, I'm gonna be a guy that doesn't play the guitar. It's like those it chicks in that Robert Palmer music it. video. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get to a, another character, which is the most important character in this movie, and their driving motivation too. Uh, we'll break it down from beginning to end, and I'm talking about Brenda, uh, Linda Blair, yeah, as the main character. Now she, we open up the film. She, she's. I thought, like, I didn't know. I thought it was, like, maybe a cousin or something like that until she said it was her sister. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, have you never been out with your sister before? Like, at this point, like, maybe I thought her sister was visiting or something, you know, because she's, yeah, like, it's, so it's, protective. It seemed like, uh, just just looking at the group, it seemed like it was her first night out with the with the gang. Gang. Yeah. Right? And she didn't know, maybe know that, that Linda Blair's character was in a gang. And, and Linda Blair, you get the impression that she is this tough gang leader right here. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, she's got them cool ass sunglasses on at night. Yeah, it's kind of a lady of few words, you know. Yeah, yeah. They, I, don't, I don't know that I can. I, say, I didn't really see it even from the beginning, like they were a gang gang. Well, neither did I until they had matching jackets that all said Satan's on the back. No, no, I understand that, but I meant like it was more like let's say it was more of a party crew than it would be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, a I got gang. That, I got that impression right? too. Yeah, but what else is a gang? No, I understand crew. it, but I feel like <laughs> if we're talking about a level of criminal activity yeah, from no, these it, girls versus like the no, stars, no. they're not shaking down people who are selling drugs. No, no, they're, you know, they're maybe a high school they're, gang. May, maybe they're shoplifting at they're, a grocery store or something. Can I be like honest that. with you? They're sharks versus jets. You know what I mean? That's really their gang level. They they <laughs> it's really like a sharks versus jets mentality. It's yeah. like that's the level they're running on, you know what yeah. I mean? It's more like, hey girls, you can't come on our block. It's more like that. We're not selling drugs or anything like that. We just don't want you on our block. <laughs> <laughs> like we run this. Yeah, like this is our block. We shop here. This is our table. You don't. Yeah, exactly. You don't sit at this table. It was more of that mentality than like, yeah, we're gonna sell drugs. We got this whole underground network running. Where the scars were like, hey, we're gonna sell drugs, kiss men, do whatever, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's called fear tactics, Cody. <laughs> That's how crazy you will get. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's so weird. I don't. It's so like weird. sprinkled out throughout this movie. Yeah. I don't understand it's it. Like we, they're pretty. They're, they're pretty just crazy. that. They're just that crazy. You know, and you really don't understand they're in a gang until that scene at MX. Well, I want to talk about the beginning, and I think maybe I mentioned it at the top of the show, but it's like it, it was interesting to me. Because I felt like that beginning scene when they're walking through the city, mm-hmm. I felt like that was filmed separately from principal photography. Like, and the reason I say it is because um, uh, our main character Brenda, she has a personality in this scene that doesn't exist throughout the rest of the film. Right? She is that cold, quiet, stoic kind of just like. You know, she's trying to trying trying to project badass leader. Yeah, and in the rest of the movie, she is like not that. She's very she she's very emotional. She's very vocal throughout the film. Yes. And, and like, it, but still we never badass. Go, but still, but still badass, and still, even her like leader status throughout the rest of the film seems unsettled. Like it doesn't. It's not really existing. You know. Yeah, but they also me- like it's also mentioned at the end of the film, like th- this this whole thing. Because here I am too, like okay, they're in a gang. France Francis Francine Francine yeah, Francine gets murdered, th- thrown off a bridge, thrown off a bridge, straight like <laughs> power lifted and thrown off a bridge. Yes, <laughs> yes. I did laugh at it really hard. <laughs> so it was but, the, it was the same it was the same fall from Ricky. It was like a, <laughs> a dummy goes Loaded. and then and then it looked like they clearly put like a bag of rocks in the uh, wedding dress so it would fall straight. Yeah, say <laughs> so wind wasn't touching that. Just yeah, but it, it was like. Uh, it's a weird. It's a weird thing. What do you know? What else is a weird? The thing? gang. The gang just like disappears at that point, and they're like, "You got it, Linda Blair." And then you're also. Uh, this is where the motivation comes into mind because the whole time you're like, "Well, she's gonna get revenge for her sister getting raped, yeah, right?" This yeah. is a horrible mm-hmm. thing that's happened to her. It's not really till Francine gets murdered does that straw really snap and revenge really kicks into gear. That's right. Yes. Yeah. This was. This was. This is the thing. This is the thing that irritated me about this movie because like. I was going into it after reading the description of it. Um, I was going into it thinking, well, this is a a, a female uh, death wish, 
right? Yeah. This is Linda Blair cleaning up the streets, taking this gang out. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the rape scene, ha- scene happens, like, in the first 30 minutes. So he's like, okay, cool. I have an hour of film now. An hour of film of her kicking ass. And, like, I just kept thinking to myself, like, when is this going to happen? No, you get, a, you, get a, you get another 30 minutes of the gang driving around causing more terror. <laughs> yeah, like, it just... That and for, Vincent freaking out about it. For a revenge film, it's like, man, they really wait to the last, like, 30 minutes to really cram all that in. Yeah. Or Vince, not Vincent. It's like calling, 20. I'm calling him by his Christian <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, it's like Vincent. 20 minutes, really. It, and that's really where this film kind of is, like, really weird. It doesn't really know where it wants to follow, and it doesn't really know it feels like um, even its lead character, right? Yeah. Because... So much of that half an hour you're talking about yeah. is to show it really delves into this whole Vince struggling and yes. having to deal with his shit kind of thing. Yeah. Right? So they're telling it from the villain's perspective. So it's it's not like again, it's not like it's Linda Blair. It's almost like she doesn't lead this film until the very last twenty minutes. Yes. Where she the the final straw is that her friend gets thrown off the bridge. Mm-hmm. I mean so I mean it's a little late, it seems. Yeah. Like, I mean, they've already done enough for to you that I think you might go on a killing spree. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, yeah, I'd say. But this is the thing, and it snaps thing, and she's just done with it. And uh, she apparently is an expert uh, archer, if we <laughs> yeah, find out. She's got a crossbow. <laughs> well, well, with she a sight. She got that she scope. Got the, she yeah, got she scope. got that scope on So right? she wouldn't miss. can't miss. Yeah, Here, but I mean, can, can we can be ask, honest? I can't believe it's that easy to use a crossbow. It's actually really fun. Ask the question. Crossbow. <laughs> really? Like, is I it, really want to ask it. Do you need some skill to shoot like a sh- like you're shooting a gun? Because I've never shot a crossbow. No, crossbows are a little easier. Are they? Yeah. So you're saying that any woman could pick one up and like be a crack shot sure. at you know 100 yards? Well, I don't know about that. What's so funny? <laughs> <I'm nothing. laughs> I've been trying to ask a question for a while. Oh, um, oh sorry. Oh. <laughs> I got, I got, no, I was just, um, I don't want to breeze past a very strange scene that we haven't discussed yet. And that's the fight that breaks out in the classroom between Linda Blair. and Not in the classroom, in the gym shower. Oh, in the shower. Yeah. Oh, in the shower where, yes. And where it breaks out and it's like a slapping fight. And then like they wind up on the floor and the girl's top gets ripped off. And then. Oh, wait, you're, you're no, blending the two yeah, fights together. Two fights. Oh, sorry. That's the fight so, I'm no, talking about no, no. is the one in there. No, no, no. There's, there's one in the classroom and there's one in a shower. There's one yeah. But let's be honest, they're both just an excuse to see girls' breasts. Can we go, yes. wait, I want to go to the first one, though, right? Okay. Let's start in the shower. Yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. start with okay. the shower. So after, after the girls trash trash the, <laughs> the, the, the Scar's truck, they uh, the next scenes are at school. Yeah. And this fucking jock guy who's into uh, uh, Linda Blair, who also has a girlfriend. He looks like he's also into go- paying his taxes. Goes, like. to, goes, yeah, to check her, goes to check her out while she's jazzercising <laughs> in her high school gym class. Mm-hmm. And it's a really fucking funny scene because I actually like that, 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 that character, that guy character. He's just so weird. and just fucking... He just looks like he's 35. Yeah, it's awesome, though. <laughs> Anyways. A young Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> After the after gym class, his girlfriend sees that he's checking out Linda Blair. She doesn't like it, but of course she blames Linda Blair, not her boyfriend, for right. this. So they're gonna so fight. Irritated. They're gonna fight, and the showers are going right. And there's this fight, but it's Linda Blair hiding behind like the shower, and they're just running around in circles and getting wet in the showers. <laughs> But also at the same time, Dude, the ran- there's like four <laughs> other random naked girl fights naked going fights. on. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, why are these other girls fighting? <laughs> Not, neither of them are in either group. Yeah. <laughs> Savage. Streets. And it's like a close up of Linda Blair and the girl, I think Cherry or Sherry, are Sherry. Fi- fighting. And in the shower, and they're actually like fighting. And there's just two girls naked in the background wrestling. Like hardcore. Hardcore. And I'm like, why are they fighting? <laughs> I can't figure out why they're fighting. It makes no sense. It, it seemingly is going off that old like barroom brawl trope yeah, yeah, where yeah. one guy gets into a fight randomly yes. and all of a sudden everybody realizes they also have it's one guy they hate. Yeah. And yeah. They ha- now's the time to start. Yeah. I'm going to punch you now. No one's going to know. <laughs> here, comes, here comes the even more odd thing about that. When the fight is broken up, the more brutal fight is going on in the background between two naked chicks, and the teacher runs in and stops the Linda Blair and stops uh, 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 Sherry fight. Sherry, yeah. And that other fight in my mind is still going on because it, that one's not broken up. I actually, 
I actually saw this scene twice because I got to about 35 minutes in, and then Sammy's like, "Oh, I want to, I want to watch this movie." So we rewatched it. Yeah, I was. Yeah, watched it twice. (laughs) On the second pass, I was specifically trying to figure out what happened with that final fight. It was like as soon as the teacher walked in. They both just like stood up, dust themselves off, and kind of parted ways. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. The uh, air of fury is out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anger gives off more anger. One of them must have been like a fucking mutant or something. Like, isn't that somebody's mutant power in X Men? Is to make everybody angry and attack each other? <laughs> he must have left. It was such a weird and the, the, scene. And that's, the, that's what caused, you know. She was supposed to meet her sister and take her take her somewhere at that point. I don't know where. You know, just home. Yeah. Walk her home. That's but she what she got was do. she got in that uh fight. She got in that fight. But the did. classroom one was even weirder to me because yeah. it was like just out in front of everybody and then like like once the top comes off. The magic trip trick top too. It's like how'd that come Yeah, definitely breakaway it clothing. Was, it was breakaway, but then she's holding it up and it's perfectly together. I'm like, how <laughs> she well, David Copperfield like, like shit like, out of her. I feel like, like she that gets scene up. from Zoolander where he takes his underwear off with one hand. Yes. <laughs> You're like, it was. The fuck? It's like, and that's part of the trick. But once the top comes off, it's not even like she immediately heads for the door. It's like she does like duck duck goose around everybody and then fucking bolts. Like it, it's like it's it goes on so long that I'm like, this is obvious. Well, Chris, you have to be able to see the breasts <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. fully. I mean, clearly that's what... That, and these are the parts of the film that really irritate me. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's just like all the gawking and the creepy like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Exploitive like, things. Yeah. And again, it, and the, it, it leads into problems that I feel like the characterization because I know we're, we're talking about these two girls and there's this whole backstory here about this guy. Yeah. Who, I didn't actually get the impression that guy was dating that girl. I got the impression that he was just some dude and she was jealous, but they weren't actually together. Mm. Like, no, I don't think there is a scene that I remember in this they, film they, where they're at a on a date or something or like he gives her a letter jacket or but something. She has, a com- she has a conversation with him about her right before the fight in the class, right? Yes, but his, he's so dismissive, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's almost like... He's not... Th- this yeah. is not really my girlfriend. It's just some girl that You're has right. this mega crush on me, and I can't, like, and that's where the jealousy is coming from, which just makes this other girl look insane. Yeah, it doesn't it really make does. her look like this is a weird jealousy thing. It makes her look like she's obsessed with a guy, yes. and she's going to kill. Yeah, I got the, I got, I, I got a strong vibe that I'm just like, wait, are they, are they even dating, or is she just like, like staking claim to this guy, like that's my boyfriend, and he's just like, well, no, I'm not, not really, really dating you, but. <laughs> But and then she's that's just starting fights. That's when it dawns on me. It's not about that. They pieced that together because they were said we need we need to definitely do a fight scene in a shower to show some breasts. Yeah, and you know what would be kind of cool, like another breast shot in like a like in a classroom situation. Yeah. Well, yeah. even Sa- it, real it, fetish. How can we write it, that into the that's script? Why even <laughs> even Sammy was saying when like that fight scene was happening and when we were that cheerleader and the boyfriend thing and she's just like. Who are these people? Like, why do we? What am I supposed to care? Is this going somewhere? And I was like, I, I don't know. It's just to show tits. No, yes. I, it's also to get across the point that uh, Linda Blair is her character is a tough mammer jammer, and she ain't taking nobody's shit. Well, it seems like that whole school doesn't doesn't really have a problem with like tough kids because it's like there's like the, the, the teacher pulls a thing and it's a giant dick on like the diagram everybody's hilarious. humping each other in the hilarious. classroom yeah. like saying whatever the fuck they want like it's like da- a real dangerous mind no, that's, what I said. <laughs> that's what I said as watching as I was watching I was like oh this reminds me of that movie with Hillary Swank but th- th- that's a different one than I know Michelle Pfeiffer's in yes, th- yes. dangerous one I, I, I went to I went no but I went <laughs> to the kidding. I went to the Hillary Swank version of that one I forgot what it's called uh, so. substitute I don't no, it's like Freedom Riders or okay. something, like yeah. whatever it is. Karate Kid Part Three. <laughs> I think it was Karate Kid. Karate Kid Part Three. <laughs> well, no, what was that one? There's a not Karate Kid Part Three. Was yeah. there a four? It's the new Karate Kid or whatever. She's it's the new it. Karate oh. Kid. Yes, that's the name of it. What about the the principal? Jesus. Sorry, Underwood. Right. Underwood. I, I love yeah. him. He's one of he my favorite. He always he pops up so much in these cult films. I feel like he's a character actor. Yeah, he plays he is. the same kind of. And guy. he's always an asshole I or a cop. Him. I loved him in this movie. He was so fucking funny. And the way he just like went up and was just ripped into the gang. It was it was fucking. You're hilarious. a tough bitch, aren't you? I'm like, whoa, <laughs> damn. Oh, you go go fuck. He go fucking iceberg. 
<laughs> Which makes no sense. Well, I think I, I put it together. It's because he had, he had they, they, they joked that Vince had the clap and he was burning down there. And he was like, well, go fucking iceberg. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that makes so much sense. Love it. Okay, yeah. Here's the thing, man. Going back to Linda Blair real quick. Wow. Let's talk about those. Uh, we got to talk about the acting chops here. Oh, I did not know you were going with this. Yeah, <laughs> and, I was uh, like, dude, just heard a long wow. I'm like, wow, where let's are we talk about those. Yeah, and immediately when you said that, I'm like, you're not skills. really gonna start. <laughs> they are, let's cut uh, that out. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> but it definitely was my mind was on the same. Well, thought, I did like, too. I was like, no. Is he about to talk about... <laughs> I'm like, hit the space bar. Ah, <laughs> stop. She's uh, sorry. What were you saying? She's uh, <laughs> her acting chops. She's awful. I wouldn't say awful, just not that good. Oh, yeah. I would say awful. Yeah. Oh man, um, I don't know. I don't know if I could say awful. We so just watched ba- Rock and dude, Roll Nightmare, it's dude. It's so like, bad, it's funny. And it's on true. that level though. It's on that level. It's pretty on that level. There are there are there uh, are moments in this are, movie well, that Well, there are, are moments where I think she does okay. They're yeah, few and far I between. agree. You know, I think like Scenes when she's so uh, specifically Thor. in the gym after uh, after the aerobics routine when she's talking to Linnea Quigley, her sister. Like I thought that was like that was a fine scene that was acted well. But whenever I feel like she was uh, asked or required to, to, be, to tough. be tough and be a badass, yeah. it just felt ninety percent of this movie. You mean? It was like yeah, it just <laughs> felt it felt so forced mm. and like even like her one scene to shine to be a badass, the shower fight scene oh. was so sad because it was just like oh, can't no. get me, can't get me, just dodging back and forth and not yeah. actually getting into a fight. You're right, and it was like the, the all those voiceovers when she's taunting the guys to come find her so cheesy. But the one scene where I did. F- Feel like she had some badassness was when she walked into the hospital and it like uh attacked Vince. Yeah. Like yeah. and I was like, that attack actually felt like angry and real, and I was impressed by it. But that but you're right, most of it was very shaky from like Linda bad. Blair. Yeah. Real bad. And they even ruin it, like they ruin her character. I hate this too, because I feel like they ruin her character at the end of this movie. So I agree. Be, I agree. She because she comes becomes the, she becomes the fucking sniper out of nowhere. Number one. Which well, that doesn't badass. bother me. No, it doesn't bother me either. But she. I'm, what I'm saying is, she hits Jake with two arrows in the legs. Mm, perfect. Crack two arrows to the knee, dude. Like yeah. same same spot on both yeah. thighs. Like wham, the same wham. spot. Yeah. This idiot doesn't push through. He pulls out. Which is, by the way, we're talking about like special effects. There's not a lot, but the scene of him pulling the arrow out of his thigh and all the fat and like mm-hmm. tissue is coming out. Mm-hmm. That actually made me fucking cringe. They get into it a little bit more. She stabs him. I don't know if it's in the gut. Well, first of all, she purposely or the like side. She, she purposely misses on the third arrow. Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toy with this guy. Yeah, yeah, because she's, you know, she's vengeful. I like the where it's going with that. But, but then. She even gets him like tricks him so much that she pulls him up, you know. Uh, yeah, she sets up a like a, a trap. A, a, she sets up a snare and traps him. Pulls him upside down. He's hanging upside down. She's about ready to fuck him up. He hits her with a a, a, a gate door. Yeah, she falls down. He gets out. This man is dragging himself at this point. Yeah. Mind you, I want everyone to think yeah, about this. Yeah, he cannot stand up normal. He can't yeah. stand up normal. He's literally been stabbed in the gut, dick, or something else. I think it was a dick. Was it supposed I to be the dick? I think so. That's what I thought. That's what I thought, too. So he, he's... He's coughing up blood. He's fucked up. Yeah. He's real yeah. fucked up. And she is a bad ass. Yes. Every point up until this point in the movie. And he gets himself free after he hits her with the gate. She's having a hard time getting up after this this blow from the no, gate. No, this is a too. bit of a haymaker. Yeah. But she gets up, and then the switch turns, and she turns into this damsel in distress. Yes. He immediately becomes the victim. I know. Yeah. So oh, weird. It bothered me. It yes. fucking bothered the shit out of me. Yeah. like I'm like, hit him in the leg. Just punch him in the leg. She he got so it. weak. Like, I yes. was like, why? Instantly, instantly weak. Yeah. And it wasn't, it, it, it was like, I, I understood, like, okay, she's knocked out. She's struggling to kind of get her, her conscious. Cob- yeah. Her, get her, get, not get, get the cobwebs get, out of yeah, her. Yeah. Get, yeah. get her bearings again and stuff. And then she finally gets up, and she makes way to Jeep, and she opens the Jeep door, and then she turns and then just yelps this loud victim yelp and then just starts booking it and running away from a hobbling guy. Yells this, yes, like he's right behind her. (laughs) This scream of, oh my God, I didn't even know he was that close. I can't I can't jump in the tr- truck and drive off like I planned or grab the crossbow or or something out of the truck whatever. She acts like that, but he's literally dragging himself <laughs> behind her. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so she bad. she runs off damsel in distress style and is like, oh my god, he's coming. And he's like, gets up finally, and, <laughs> and he's like, barely he's walking. Pretty, yeah. He's like turning. Real, he's like turning white. He's losing yeah. so much blood. Real ginger like. He's he's barely moving. It really just ruins the one like redeeming thing about it, this movie. It where it becomes, yeah. You know, like because you know before off camera or off camera off microphone we were talking about how this is kind of like I spit on your grave kind of scenario. Yeah. Right, and that the you know the redeeming thing is that it's a revenge mm-hmm, thing, yeah. like a very brutal revenge, very yes. exploitative revenge, but a revenge nonetheless. The moment she starts turning into this character, like if this is supposed to be a revenge movie, they fuck it up right there, right there, yeah. right there, and then you're like, oh man, now now we're going back to this shit because you got two- never mind. Who gives a shit anymore? Yeah. They, they all die. I don't give a fuck. Like, like you I, just don't care. Yeah, I agree. I feel like they I feel like they blew their load in terms of like her being able to take revenge on these three guys. Like they they knocked out the first two like that. Awesome. And it was like it was awesome. It was awesome. But if if they're worried about like a runtime thing, what or. Fuck, if they knew what they were making and making a great revenge movie, these three would have been spread out a little bit oh, more. Yeah. That three different locations or whatever, or at least two locations. Yeah. She kills one here, and then she kills one at this textile warehouse you that only, they hang out That's at. what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. You and, only get so much time to shoot in the fabric factory, Kyle. <laughs> so you got to, you got to, when, you, well, when like, someone says, we got a fabric factory you can use, you don't see that in a lot of movies. Yeah. You got to use that, like, Kyle. And, and the movie could have ended, you know, it, it could have ended with him strung up and she fucking like guts him and like, boom, yes, done. And, yeah. But unfortunately, yeah, we're, we're fed another t- like 15 or 20 minutes of her running away. She, she closed, made the stupidest kill ever, she, by the way. She closes a fucking bear trap on one of those throats. Well, they, you don't even see it. Yeah, I will say, you know what? No, just off topic on that really quick. That was one of the things that disappointed me the most because the filmmakers made a very conscious decision in the first five minutes to show us a crossbow and a bear trap. So, And the bear traps were on sale that week. <laughs> very important to know. Very important very to important. know. She when, is you're, a, when, you're, when you're killing on a budget. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I'm like, as soon as I see that, I'm like, mm, this, this shit's coming back. We're going to see this shit again. Yeah. And it does. When she decides she's on her vengeance path, she stops back at fucking Bob's supply store that the, the, in downtown she, LA downtown LA <laughs> she she leaves this giant duffel bag of i assume weapons and stuff and she's and we never actually see a bear trap get used no, like i don't. wanted one of them to get fucking slammed in that trap and like be in a had, little bit of pain and watch him like when, suffer a bit because they when, needed uh, to when they ja- died too quick when jake finds them i had to rewind it back because i was like wait what happened to him and she I was had like, that, there's a bear trap on the arm, and there's a bear trap on his neck. Like, yeah. when did this like, happen? I think, think about how that would happen. She would either have to drag his body and slap it into a bear trap, get her hands out of the way. Badass still, though. Or she would have had to pick up a bear trap and just shove it on his no, face. he or... trips and falls on it. No. No, none of them get in bear traps. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I got that, too. He I got that falls. he trips, falls, gets caught in a bear trap. Who's, there's... who's he? Which one? The one that Blind-headed dies. Blind-headed guy. Red. Yeah. Red, Red is his name, right? Red, yes, right. Yeah, he's the one that died that has the bear trap on his head. Anyways, it 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 hap- she she st- still turns into damsel in distress. Anyways, after these two already murdering two, one very savagely with bear traps, uh she just runs away from the guy who was <laughs> can't hurt her. <laughs> and then he starts strangling her. So she hides out, she gets she she runs away from and ends up in a in the in the paint store at the Sherman Williams. <laughs> she, <laughs> she ends up at the Sherman Williams, decides I'm gonna throw flammable paint on him, which if apparently sold flammable paint in the eighties. Didn't this happen in hardware or, or chopping mall or something? Throws the like yes yes it did that she, shopping mall ended in a flannel with yeah pink she's store. waiting for him to come around the corner and he comes up behind her mm-hmm. still gets the paint on him and then starts strangling her and the whole time I'm thinking if you want to get free kick him in the leg <laughs> I thought the same thing I was like why don't you just like jam your thumb into one of those arrow wounds it's not gonna be hard to do like no. no. He could. He can barely walk, ma'am. Again, <laughs> now he's doused in paint. Yeah, she, and she, she's doused in a little paint too. I'm like, well, now they're both going to go up. And then she either grabs a lighter and sets them on fire. Yeah, yeah. There must have been a thing with paint, flammable paint. <laughs> no, you guys didn't get the 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 long the long trailing like joke to 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 get to this kill. No, the lighter not working. She never. Yeah, she tries to light a cigarette throughout this entire film oh, over no. and over and over again, and the lighter won't work. Yeah. Now I will agree with you. She doesn't really play it out that way. Mm-hmm. 
Because I remember every single time she does it, she just kind of gives up, but she makes no like emotional response, yeah. like oh, like a big thing, like oh man, it won't work yeah. again. Nothing like that. She doesn't say anything. So I get why you would miss it, but it happens. She tries to do it in the principal's office at one point in time, um, and she clicks it a few times. It doesn't work. I think she does it towards the beginning of the film, and she definitely does it when um, the guy when she's hunting down the two guys into the in the factory. Yeah, she does it again. Yeah. And she can't get the lighter to turn on, and she always just puts the lighter back in her pocket. The whole thing was that they were leading up to this moment so that they could use this lighter as the death mechanism. Gotcha, yeah. So it had some kind of long con play here. It did not, I did not did, pick up I, on it yeah, at all. Yeah, I feel stupid for not noticing really? it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't pick it up on that at it's all. It's like the lighter finally Which worked. makes that death a lot better, But because when I'm watching it, I'm like, Neh. I love the the thing I like about the the death in the end of this movie is like the implications that seem like aren't followed through on. Like, she lights this dude on fire. He collapses in the street. Cops pull up to a burning body. She's yeah. standing in the window. And then the next scene, you're like, yeah, she's at a graveyard. Oh, she she's must have explained that one no. away. <laughs> like, <laughs> how is she not in prison? The, yeah. question, the question was Murdered asked. to one. The question was asked multiple times throughout this movie. Where are the cops? <laughs> yeah, but like they're just doing this stuff out in yeah, the, co- the, the cops in this town are like really like either chill or just not. They don't want to do paperwork. Yeah, yeah. they we're hey. not coming out until someone's on fire. And let's go back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's go back to the bridge scene. There's like many cars passing by Bye. as they are murdering somebody in plain daylight. Yeah, I'm like, and they, I'm like, they got a vehicle description. They got, a, they got yeah. a description. Shouldn't of take people. this long. Probably got a plate. Yeah. You know they yeah. got the plate. You know they got a plate because if I'm, I'm sorry, if I'm driving down a bridge and I see a man lifting a woman over his head and throwing her yeah. off the bridge, I'm, I'm stopping. I'm gonna get the plate number. <laughs> yeah, these streets are so savage. The cops don't even do anything. Yeah, they don't want to, this, is the, this is a part of town they don't want to go to. <laughs> man, which was it like such a a, a play, uh, like a story and and a thing in the '80s to do? Yeah. Such an '80s story of like, yeah. The gangs will run yeah. the streets. Uh, yeah, I, I got a little bit of a, I got a little bit of like a, a warrior's vibe from. Oh yeah, from Jake, the leader. I actually thought yeah. I had to look him up because they thought he was one of the dudes that was in the Warriors, mm. the the crazy one. Was he in anything else? Uh, yeah, he's actually uh, he's been in quite quite. He looked familiar a, to me. He, he's been in quite a number of films. I didn't immediately recognize the names of a lot of them. So oh, he's in Cyborg too. Yeah, there you go. That's one that I <laughs> there you go. have committed to memory. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is probably my favorite actor in this movie. Yes, I'll agree with that. Yeah, he was fun to watch. Because everybody else, I was just like, man, you're, especially Linda Blair, man. Just, she could not handle the toughness. I'm sorry. She She's too short it. for to be that tough. No. <laughs> it's to it's do just that it. it's, done, it's done so it's forced. Attitude. Her it's face is so, too cute. It's so forced that it doesn't, you don't buy it. I know. I yeah. Know. Yeah, strong, silent type just doesn't work for her, huh? It's just not that it's just like when she has to play tough, she's just too. It's it, it's bad writing, it's bad dialogue, and I mean, I I almost don't want to give her too much like slack for not being able to act out of this one because yeah, there's a lot of like, bad dialogue. It just doesn't make any sense. Like her character doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Cody, Cody says Cody mentioned something earlier where it's like the gangs are like the sharks and the jets. Like, yeah, and I feel like the dialogue almost kind of follows that path, especially when yeah. they're trying to sound tough. It sounds like they're trying to sound tough in the '50s and West Side Story tough. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, no, it's just like the whole thing. Like it would be, hey man, don't be a pussy, okay? <laughs> Like it was that kind of acting yeah. where it's like you're, that's not how it would be said if you're really tough. Or like, when she said, "What was it?" He's she's like something about don't do you want this pussy right here? And she has the crossbow held up to far is it is it Fargo at that point? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, that just sounds so weird coming from Linda Blair. <laughs> who, yeah, who, again, you do see at these cons, and you're like, she's such a sweet lady. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, it is weird to hear her say, like, acting. Y- you know, yeah, just these fucking terrible lines. Like, yeah. And they are horrible. The script's really bad. Here's my question for you, too, and I was going to wait until after the reviews and ask these, que- these, these two questions, but I'll save one for after that and one for right now. Does this fall in the category of it's so bad it's good, or is this just a bad movie? Uh, yeah. Anybody can start. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 Go for it, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's a bad movie. I don't know that there's like a lot to be. I mean, without giving away my review, I just didn't. 
Yeah, this is have a better a question for after review. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, I, we, 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 well, then, you know what? Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll review this Mamer Jammer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then you can ask the question. Well, well, well. Look who's here. The game's over, bitch. This time, you're dead for sure. First, I'm gonna fuck you. And then, I'm gonna slice you into little pieces. Sounds nice and kinky to me. Too bad you're not double-jointed. Why? Because if you were, you'd be able to bend over and kiss your ass goodbye. And we're back. Let's say we rate this Mamber Jammer. Not a whole lot to get into on the technical side, to be honest with you. Yeah, there really wasn't. I mean, yeah. uh, there weren't shots. Shot, I mean, the only thing that it shot well, edited okay. Yeah. Music it, was in. Yeah, music you know, was I, I don't. I don't think it was edited well. Yeah, I don't know if I get if, on if, that train, but I'd say shot well. Um, and special effects, like, there's not a whole lot, but what we got, the close-up, like, the arrow being ripped out and the way their bodies were posed, the two guys after she killed them, like, yeah. That was fine. Not a ton of gore, really. No. Yeah, nothing really to get into on that. It's so not really savage movie. No, let's rate this savage street though. Let's rate this mammer jammer. All right, what we're, are we rating it, Cody? We're doing crossbows, of course, with scopes. They gotta have scopes on them. Yeah, you gotta find a scope crossbow. <laughs> scope uh, crossbows with scopes. Crossbows, crossbows with scopes. scopes. Love it. Love <laughs> it. There you go. Let's start out. Let's go with Mike. Let's start off with number one with Mike. I just yeah, I want to give this a one and a half. I just don't really think it's it's that great. Like. It's it, you know in terms of it being what I think only the reason the only reason anybody would watch this is if it's a so bad it's good movie. I just didn't feel like it was. Um, there wasn't enough funny scenes to like or how does it so bad that it's good movie kind of like tries to play something serious and it comes off really you know ridiculous right. I feel like as much as the acting is bad, it never gets to that point. Like. I can see, like we talked about Vince's character, like your re- your reaction to that wasn't like, oh my god, he's acting so bad, they're trying to do this thing. Your reaction was to be like legitimately kind of angry about it. So like they actually do accomplish what they were, I think they were trying mm-hmm. to do, which is kind of give you some sort of sympathy for this character. Um, or not necessarily sympathy, but at least get in his mind about, you know, make where his character choice was here, you know? Um Again, not a lot of gore, not a lot of violence, not funny. Uh, you know, it's just it doesn't it doesn't hit anything. Nothing was too absurd. It's not it's something we've all seen like you said in the 80s plenty of times. Um it really just kind of feels can I say there was a lot of times where I felt like this really kind of feels like a prison a female prisoner movie the whole time. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the setting's different and everything, but it's pretty much the same thing. Something happens to a friend, a girl goes off the rails, you know, and right. goes on a kind of a killing spree, but let's let's not forget to get a, a breast shot every fifteen minutes. Like that's just how it felt, and it just wasn't done well. Hmm. So one and a half. Kyle, um, I'm actually I'm gonna give this one a two and a half. I'm gonna go middle of the road. Um, here's the thing, like, yeah, it's it's not the best film ever, and there there are there are a lot of issues which we brought up on the show with like character development, acting, the script. I don't necessarily know if it's a so bad it's good. But I will say, like, while I was when I was watching it, like, with the exception of the last ten minutes where Linda Blair becomes a victim, I mean, I was having a little bit of fun with the movie. Like, I was like, you know, uh, this is this is stupid. This is a cheesy, shitty, bad revenge movie, but that's a little fun. I was upset that there isn't as much revenge. Like, I was really wanting like this to be an hour of her like combing the streets, finding these fucking guys, and like spending time with each of them. Really getting get really getting revenge for what they did to her sister because I feel like that's such an impactful thing mm-hmm. and 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 it clearly affected her on a really deep emotional level. But that's not what we get. Like she's just kind of sad about it and they're going about their lives anyway. And it's not until her friend dies that all of a sudden it's like time to take action. Yeah, you know. So th- that bothered me, but I don't think it. I don't think I could say I outright like hated the film. I, I at least had a little bit of fun f- with it. So for that, I'm I'm gonna give it a two and a half crossbows with scope. So I guess one of those crossbows doesn't have a scope. Scopeless crossbow. <laughs> Just a regular, scopeless cross- two regular, regular crossbow. <laughs> two, two crossbows with scopes. One scopeless crossbow. Chris, um, I did also have some fun with this movie, um, but you know, at the same time, there were things I really didn't love about it. I'm I'm gonna sit at a two and a half as well, right down the middle. 
Um, one thing I will say is this movie went by super fast. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and and that's a good thing. Usually that means like the pacing is on and there's things happening and keep keeping me interested. I had a little bit of a harder time watching Rock and Roll Nightmare than I did this one. Um, so, you know, I, I, I the things I disliked about it were, um, while I'm a fan of breast scenes, I felt like it was a little too forced in some of these. You know, I was like, it made me uncomfortable. Like, why would you rip a girl's top off in, in the middle of like a class, a classroom? That's to embarrass her, Chris. I know, but it's just a weird choice. Like, it's just a strange choice. And like you said like the girls fighting in the background for no reason you know what i mean like they were obviously being very exploitive with it and i know it's probably the nature of the film savage streets it sounds like a you know an exploitation film mm. um so they were trying to shoehorn those things in but there were some parts and some of the dialogue that made me just kind of cringe it was cringy almost um Linda Blair, not not the greatest in this film, but then again, like I can't think of too many where I'm like, whoa, award-winning performance, you know, except maybe The Exorcist. Um, the things that I liked about it, though, like, I mean, yeah, it was just like kind of like a fun movie. I'm glad everybody got theirs in the end. That's what you want to happen. Um, I, it left a lot to be desired, though. I wanted there to be a lot more revenge and a lot more I intense revenge, specifically because they harp on rape so much and it makes you hate these characters so much that you want to see them go. Like, and I thought it'd be more fun if there was like, more stock and kill to it. Not mm -hmm. just, you're not just like, you know, two guys go down at once and one's kind of off screen and you know, it just, it, it just didn't live up to the title savage streets. And also it's only four dudes. It's not like the whole town is like a bunch of maniacs, you yeah, know? Right, so, yeah. so it leaves a lot to be desired. Two and a half. <laughs> wow. That was he the quickest. He, he, he wrapped that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pull I, a bow I could on go that. on, but we've already talked so much about all this stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm right there with you guys. I'm at the 2.5. Uh, there are things I enjoy about this movie, but there's also things I don't enjoy about this movie. Um, it's definitely worth a watch, though, I think. And um, I don't know. There is, like, I think Linda Blair's bad performance is fun. Like, I think there are things that are fun about it, but there are things where it's just like, the fuck are you trying to do here? Like, just, just do a straight revenge movie. Like, don't have to try to get all fucking... Whatever. It feels like the and I agree with the exploitation film thing. It feels like they were like, hey, you know what I want to do? What? Make an exploitation film, but for teenagers. Like, like that's just not gonna sorry, sorry, Steve, that's not gonna work. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Steve. I, that's the guy who came up with the idea. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. And yeah, it, it's fun to watch because Linda Blair is so bad in it, and then there's other things that are really bad and just weird choices that are made. And then there's parts where it's like, man, if you just don't linger on that for so long, it'd be a lot better. Uh, but I did enjoy it more than some other films. But yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going with 2.5. I don't think you really asked. You mentioned it a little bit in your rating. I, I I don't think this is a so bad it's good film. I don't. It was it ever intended to be a so bad it's good. I mean, like, is well, that a is thing? Any that, is, is that any a, film intended well, to be a so bad? What, it's what good? I'm saying is, is there is a that part of its lore? Is there a community out there that think this is a so bad it's good? I film? think because it's been talked about. I don't see it at all. I, I think it's been talked about I in think, some regards as that as like a cheesy eighties. I, I have no, I've no, I, I have no idea what the community is around this film, but I feel like I don't know if the, I, I, my gut wouldn't ever say it's so bad it's good. My gut would say it's a bad Linda Blair movie, but it gains a little bit of cult status because Linda Blair is in it. Yeah, and I think that might be where it stands. Yeah, I can see that too. I can see that too. I think it. I don't know. I don't even think it holds a candle to like the most notorious so bad it's good. No, films. no, no, like, no, no. Either no. do I, but it, I think he's right in the fact that it's it would be probably considered a so bad it's good movie for Linda Blair fans, or at the very least a cult movie for Linda Blair fans. Like yeah. I think it definitely deserves a place in the pantheon of cult films. Yes, I don't think it has I, the subgenre of so bad me, it's good cult. If you films, ask though. me if this is a cult film, I one hundred percent say yes. I'd say yes. Yeah. Say yeah, yes. I mean, I can see where the, I, but I think like it, it only gets maybe it gets its cult status again because Linda Blair and Li yeah. Linnea Quigley are in it. Absolutely, right? absolutely. To, to, well, and that's and that brings us back to the beginning. I said this in the beginning of the podcast too. Is like when I was watching the film and I see Linda Blair and Linnea Quigley in there, I'm like, okay, we have a cult cast. I said that's, that's right. what I and, said. And, right there. and it's the and it does it's an interesting aspect because it's both horror movie icons who predominantly are known for their roles in and we, horror films being in a non-horror film. We didn't talk about it much, but goddamn Linnea Quigley's fantastic in this movie. I think she's okay. I think like she's... What, what, I mean... Think she's, she didn't have much to do, but okay she was great. best. She was great. 
Just, just okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't care what you guys say. No great. comment. But 2.5 for me. That's our show for this week. But before we go, we got a shout out to read. We do. Who we wants have, to read it? We have I got a review. Mike, you haven't gone in a while. I've got it pulled up here if you want to. All right. Uh, this review is from xpunkin underscore head X. The way that Cody spells pumpkin. Pumpkin. <laughs> it's a five star review. And it's entitled Join the Cult, Drink the Kool-Aid. And the review reads, I've been listening to Cult Film Review for years, and I love it. I'm a full-blown cult member. Ever since I first listened, first episode I listened to was Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Wow, that's old. really early. That's old. It is. That's really early. Thank you for sticking around yeah, for that right? long. Yeah. Jesus, you've that's been through a lot. Probably scare most people away. <laughs> been through a lot. I love listening to you guys, and the conversations are a lot like the ones that I have with my friends, and I enjoy the banter as well as the obvious love and knowledge of film that you guys bring to the table. Congrats on having such a successful podcast. Eh. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> showing up every week is a success. It's okay? true. It's true. We're doing it three years, so that's, uh, that's definitely not a small number. Uh, it's cool to be a witness to the evolution of Cold Film Review. Intern? Question mark? Ooh la la. Huh. Is he asking me? Yeah, no, I think no, he is. No, no, no. I, I, I think he's he's referring, he's, he's to, referring our to the fact that we say Steve. we have an intern, so we've ra- we, we've grown oh, to that oh. level. I thought yeah. it was just like, yeah, Steve, yeah. Steve, our Steve's intern. A, he's a, he's, Steve, Steve's a looker. A, <laughs> ooh la la. <laughs> Keep it up. Also, if you are ever in the San Diego area, you should really consider checking out my friend's record store, Hell yeah. Reanimated Records, technically in La Mesa. Uh, you can follow me at. Xhernan83 on Twitter. Hell yeah. Pumpkin. There you go. Thanks, Pumpkin. And we should go to that store, and we should maybe we can bring the show to that store if we ever do a traveling show. There you go. That'd be cool. Maybe we could pile tens of people in there. Tens of people, man. Yeah. A whole a, a whole lot of five. Yeah. Everybody think, get in the reggae section. So us having an intern is tricking into people thinking we're big. I like it. I, I dig it, too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you fake it till you make it, Cody. Fake it till yeah. you make it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for that review. Yeah, so good. Fucking awesome. So no, good. thank you very much. If you would like or to leave us a review and a shout out, do so on get a shout out. Wow, get Using one. My words today by leaving a review on iTunes <laughs> and telling us honestly what you think of the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go to coldfilminterview.com for all your cold film interview needs, like buying a t shirt, leaving a uh, film for us to review, like we did last week. We had a fan pick. Yep, we're gonna be doing so, those every five episodes. Gonna be a fan every pick. fifth episode, a fan pick. Get your get your picks in now. Get them in now. You've got four more episodes to get it in. Yeah, four more weeks. Rush to the mailbox. You don't have to. We made, no it easy. we made it easy for you. <laughs> no mailbox. Rush to the inbox <laughs> because we made it easy for you. I have the outbox or the outbox. Yeah. Coltfilmandreview.com. Go there. Put in your request. Buy a T-shirt. Watch some videos. You can see who Steve the intern is by checking out his show, The Basement which you can find at ColtFilmInterview.com. Also follow us on social media at ColtFilm underscore review on Twitter, ColtFilmInterview on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook, and I think that's pretty much it. Uh, you can follow Kyle. Ah! Jeez. Whoa. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> something happened. Trying to- something new. <laughs> he, he, like, coughed halfway through or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris. Ah! Cult film underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow my guy at my Salusio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram and Snapchat. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time.